Hi there and welcome to my first podcast. My name is Kevin and I am hosting this podcast. That's about all you need to know about that really. What I am intending to do is I want to get some self-development going for myself. So my plan is throughout these podcasts is to start off by giving you a small introduction of myself. However, throughout the lifespan of these podcasts is that I want to discuss certain um, life experiences and things we've gone through and kind of develop a little bit more on the background of everything and what's happened. One or two things that I have experienced, which is what I'm going to go through this podcast in, is the my five-year plan. I've already undergoed one five-year plan and with multiple parts of success in it and to, really, to be totally honest, it works quite well for me. This was my five-year plan on go in to get my education and where it led to. So again, I'll go into that shortly, but a bit of background about me is my name is Kevin. I live in Nottinghamshire in the United Kingdom. And my goal by the end of this podcast is just to kind of give you a bit of information on what I've kind of experienced. So I'll go straight into it then. So my five-year plan that I took on personally I sat down with my parents years ago, and this was back in 2012, so it was a little over five years, and told them that I wanted to um, go back to college and go to university, and a couple other things along the way as well. During that five-year plan, I, when I sat down with them, my original plan was to go back to college, go and complete a course, which is uh, music technology at the West Nottinghamshire College in the UK. Um, this is, was a two-year course, and to get in, I, you need to have certain grades. I didn't have the required grades to get in. However, based on the interview, I did get into the course I wanted to. Um, to go off to university, I needed to complete a complete the course with a distinction merit-merit, which is roughly equivalent of an A and two Bs, which I achieved and went off to university, which university I chose to was the University of Derby, uh, which I'll, again, I will be going into a bit more later on. And then other things I wanted to complete during this time was such as my driving lessons, as well as other things as well. So the reason why I am doing this podcast is just because I re recently I've realized I need to do some self-development on myself. And one of the things that I used to do when I was at university is I used to record myself, so talking about certain things, if I had ideas, some things to help me through uh, stuff, kind of find out things I need to develop on myself. But by realising this, there are things that I believe that will help others as well. So even if it doesn't help the majority of people, I know there may be somebody out there that will benefit from this conversation that I'm having. What I want to talk to you about now then is, like say, the five-year plan. So my... Five-year plan started off uh, back in 20, uh, 2012 where I spoke with my parents and said, I'm not where I want to be right now, but my plan from now is to go to college. At this time, I was working a part-time job in catering. I was bringing in good money, but not amazing money. I was enough to live on, but I was living with my parents at the time, so it wasn't anything to really go through. What I've then did is I applied for the university, uh, sorry, I applied for uh, my course at the college and had an interview. 
In the interview, I got told that I didn't have the relevant requirements. However, did sit down and have a conversation and said, I basically want to go to university. My plan for the end of this is to get the grades equivalent for me to go off. However, at this time, I don't actually have any GCSEs behind me. I have nothing better than a grade D in any subject. And obviously, to go off to university, you were expected to have good grades. What I ended up doing was I got accepted into the course. But whilst doing my course uh, full time, I also had to attend Mass and English um, Foundation courses. So these were equivalent of GCSE grades, which I did end up completing because it was mandatory for me to complete before I went off to university. So bear in mind, I'm at this point now I'm at college and my experience at college was quite unusual. So being a little bit older than most people, I was always classed as a mature student. Out of a group of about 20 to 25 of us, I was about, uh, I think I was the third oldest, which I was three years older than most people. There were two people which were mature students, which were both a bit, quite a bit older than me. Being that mature student though, I did kind of isolate myself a little bit because I didn't want to go off and do all these other activities that others were doing. So when if we was on a sports days and we were playing football, yes, I would get involved. But when everybody was planning to go off to uh, pub chatting with girls and stuff like that, it just really wasn't for me and it wasn't of my interest. What, um, throughout that course, I did end up getting the qualifications and I worked hard every day. However, like I say, because I was working with a lot more people that were younger than me, I did feel like I had to step up sometimes with the immaturity. Um, my college experience was great and I made a lot of friends there. However, as they started coming to the end, we everyone started completing their courses and go planning their tra- plans to go to university. I um, did the same and I did lose contact with quite a lot of people and there were a lot of people I was close with. What I ended up doing was we ended up getting quite... I ended up getting quite distant with certain people and we just didn't speak anymore. What I did realise from this, though, was um, it gave me that chance to worry about other things less. So I stopped, I learned to stop kind of caring what other people thought of me through this. So when I got, when I first got onto the course, my self-confidence is one of the biggest things that I knew I had to develop on. Um, My confidence levels was near enough non-existent at some points. However, throughout the course, I learned that I have to stop caring what other people think of me, do something because I want to do it, and yeah, take the benefits at the end of it, really. My benefit that I took from it is that at the end of the at the end of my course, I applied for five different universities. This was Leeds, Huddersfield, Teesside University in Middlesbrough, Lincoln, and Derby. And as I mentioned earlier, I went off to the University of Derby. I did get accepted into four out of five of these universities, despite not actually having any GCSEs, which is something I like to think is quite confusing for me. But at the same time, I did work hard to get into these courses. When I decided to go off to university, I had a friend of mine who tra- uh, who drove because I didn't at the time, who took me up, took me with all my all the all the equipment I needed, all my bags, my clothes, everything I had, 
and we moved into halls well i moved into halls accommodation with six other people and had the experience with them whilst at university i made a lot of friends quickly and the just the general experience of living in halls with with people is very unique the i shared a flat with five other lads um three of them not being from the uk one of them being from asia and the other two being from uh, brazil i did get along with all the flatmates however we all had different interests and out of all of us about four of us stayed close we spoke uh, quite fairly regular and it made it quite a pleasant time being at university bear in mind this is just the first year my whole situation was a case that i got because i lived with five other gents you have to keep obviously keep the accommodation in good upkeep you have to constantly work on this and being with a flat with five other lads it's um obviously it gets dirty quick you have to constantly clean up after yourself and sometimes the such as your kitchen would get in a bit of a state luckily for me the most of the people we live with were all fairly clean so it just got to a stage of where we didn't really have to chase up on each other because we knew each other would clean up after ourselves what um from my time at university though i made a lot of friends quick fortunately for me there were some people that i went to college with that went to the same university so i wasn't completely on my own however for reasons later on i'll go into that a bit later uh go a bit later into that actually whilst i was at university i managed to uh, make a lot of new friends i joined um, some of the local sports teams so i joined rugby league team and whilst never even watching a game of rugby i went and joined the team and i had it was great i would recommend joining a sports team for anyone doesn't have to be rugby but going to university if you get the chance to either join a sports team or just join a society in general i would recommend that you get to meet a lot of people who have got similar mindsets to you or similar interests and it just generally makes your experience a lot better with that in mind um be careful what you do pick because i personally chose rugby league because with my with one of the lads that i used to work with at my old job before i left to go to university uh, mentioned that i was quite a good build to go and play rugby so i thought when i go off i'll give it a go obviously with rugby if you are familiar with it there are two different kinds so you've got rugby league and rugby union when speaking to my friend about it he was a leeds rhinos a leeds rhinos fan at the time and a big kevin sinfield fan as well so he highly recommended me to go off and try league i did go and try both and personally enjoyed league a lot more and ended up joining the league team and played uh, most of the games in the first season. Played pretty much every game in the third season and was out injured for the second season for pretty much half, more than half of it, I believe it was. Um, but yes, um, whilst at uni, I'd definitely say give your sports teams a go. Um, obviously, depending on your course, it has different workloads. But if you do end up going off to university, I'd say definitely look into what you're going to be doing. Don't just check how much you're going to get paid or like what finances you will get because um, a lot of people you'll find will drop out in the first six months because they can't handle the stress and the workload 
with it being a university course, it's something that is kind of guaranteed to come along with it. So my time living in Derby and uh, going to university, I was overall very good. I met a couple of very close friends. Uh, one of them I ended up moving in with in my final year. And it was nice to be around people who shared your own interests, but you got along with very well. At the end of uh, going into actually further into university, I a lot of the people that was on my course that I worked with, there were a couple in particular that I thought I was quite close with. However, as time went on, I realized that they was not people I wanted to hang around with personally. So these were people that I thought for me just was not someone I wanted to kind of like not associate myself with, but I realized I wasn't doing the best I could possibly be whilst being around them. So I kind of singular, uh, I kind of pulled myself away from them. And these were two lads that I were fairly close with. I won't say names because it's not fair. If they hear this, I am sorry. But um, if you want to chat about it, please let me know. But I felt like I was not achieving the best potential of myself whilst being around them. So I singulated myself off of them. So I didn't have to deal with the fact that I'm doing my course, putting up uh, putting up with the stress of being around with them or whatever it was at the time and also other things I had going on as well. So I think being at university, try and put yourself around people who you would happily associate yourself with because my, the main people I associated myself with was my other half, which again, I won't say names because I'm not told who I'm doing this yet. So I don't want to be saying a name all over it before telling her. Um, some close friends through rugby, who again, I moved in with one of them in the my final year and one of the other lads that I moved in with ended up joining the team as well. And other people on my course, again, being one of the maturer students, I again felt a lot more singled out because I had was a lot more mature than a lot of people on our course. There was a lot of people that I found that was very smart, very clever in what they did, but they were still wanting to do things like uh, that I wasn't interested in, such as go out in town like four days a week and enjoy university nightlife a lot more than what I intended to do, which fair enough, that's what they wanted to do. But for me, just wasn't my interest at the time. Going into my final year, I knew what I had to achieve to get myself the grade that I wanted to go out. So my plan was to leave with a minimum of two to one degree I got a second degree in the end so um I achieved what I wanted to it I believe that I could have done better but I did allow other things to take effect which I didn't realize until nearing the end of my course that I did so one thing I took on was at university I obviously played the rugby team and in my first year I played for them in the second year I actually became the media rep so I planned all the Media represented uh, media towards the club and changed a lot of things, which are actually still going to this day. And in my final year, I actually became the club president and ran the club for the entire year. During that year, I realised what I had to do to manage a club. So I'd never taken on a responsibility like this before. It kind of got handed down to me from the gentleman before, which was a very clever lad. He knew what he was doing. He played the game for years, and I believe he still plays now. And again, for obvious reasons, I will not mention his name, but in all all honesty, he was a very mature person who knew what he was doing. When, when that torch got handed on to me to look after the club, I had to learn 
quick and fat, uh, quick and smart. So what I had to then realize is that I needed to do recruitment. I had to change the whole media representative. The club was in a lot of debt, so I had to learn how to take on the club, sort the finances, sort out the club. Uh, the uh, I forgot the forgot what it was now. Uh, all the media side of it anyway, and then also recruit more members for the following season. Going into my year, I only actually had four players to go and play for the next season to start with, because a lot of people either didn't want to play the sport for the next year or was um, graduating so they couldn't come back and play or something along them lines. So the the entire plan for me was to recruit as many people as I can. In the end, we recruited nearly 20 people. However, obviously taking on injuries throughout the season and people that just couldn't commit to it all the time, it did become a, become a bit of a struggle because a lot of the time we'll be playing with um, playing with a team of 13, but we'd only be able to commit 11. So a lot of the times we will go into games where we was didn't have the full team available. This was something that I prided myself on as I always wanted to play varsity. So being at university, being on the sports team, being on the first team as well, you... I wanted to pride myself on playing um, varsity in general. And when I took on the team, uh, my two goals was to make sure the club survived because it was in such a bad state at that present time and sort out the finances as well as commit to every single game. So our conditions were to play varsity, you needed to complete every single fixture. Um, That was non-negotiable you have to complete it and towards the second half of the season we had a lot of suckers we had a lot of injuries and a lot of people that couldn't commit we got to the stage of where a lot there were the same 12 to 13 players playing week in week out and fatigue hit after a while so i had to find ways around it after we got a bit closer to the end of the season i pulled a club meeting where i tell everyone it was mandatory to attend as it related um, to varsity. So the conversations that I had with everybody is, we have to complete every single fixture or else I will pull the club from varsity. And I think when a lot of people realised they wanted to play varsity and all the work we, uh, me and a couple of the other lads were putting into it to try and make it a possibility, it had been taken on a lot more for us. So after we had this meeting, to tell everyone what we wanted to do to attend Varsity and uh, be able to complete this. I wanted to um, make sure that um, everybody had the right mindset now. So for the last three or four games, we started attending our games with 15, 16, 17 players week in, week out for the last few games. And then when Varsity came, we had an overwhelming amount of people that wanted to play. Because obviously Varsity for universities is one of the biggest things. And not being able to play for the first two years, first year, because I had an, an exam on the same day. So I oh, an exam and deadline on the same day, so I just couldn't commit to it. On the second year, because we didn't complete all fixtures, we couldn't play. And on my third year was my final chance to ever play Varsity. And playing against Northampton was our rival university. It was something that, personally, I wanted to go and achieve. Or not achieve, but complete. With that in mind, I think we did quite well. We 
we actually lost every single fixture that year. However, we started by losing the first fixture 120 to nil, which is not a great score. Um, but saying that we took on took a team that, that only had four players' experience playing against the favourites to win the league was quite an experience. Um, as the year went on, we had some closer fixtures, but we were still losing by roughly 30 to 40 points. And all was set in back of my head was complete the fixtures and... Yeah, complete the fixtures and keep the club's um, survival going. Because again, if we miss a fixture, the club will have to fold. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um... Yeah, looking back though, there was obviously a lot of things that I could have possibly changed. So I stressed a lot about training, where I think I should have stressed a lot more about foundations. So I wanted people to learn certain things, which I didn't fully understand myself. Luckily enough, we had two or three individuals on the team who knew how to uh, knew how to play. So. A lot of responsibility did get divided, but looking back, I think there are a lot of things I would have changed now. Uh, however, like I said, we completed the fixture, completed um, varsity, we did lose, but it was not a easy game. So we went to Northampton, Northampton knowing that we had lost every game all season round with a lot of points, um, a lot of point differences. And we went into our game hungry, and I think they went in a bit arrogant. And within five minutes, we'd scored a try and converted, and we'd taken the lead. And it was the first time all season we'd actually taken a lead and taken the lead in a game, and the feeling was incredible. Sorry, just having a quick drink. And thinking back now, the, the experience of running a club all the way to the end point and going to varsity and then struggling all season round and then getting to the point of where you're playing your varsity game and you pull the, you score the first try is incredible. So it was that sense of feeling. So when you've worked towards something so hard for so long, failed and failed and failed and failed, and then you get to the end and you get something out of it. That's how it felt. So there were a big sense of achievement. Uh, we did go off to lose the game. I can't remember the exact score, but we lost, I think it was, oh, I think it was 28-10 or 28-12. I can't quite remember what the score was now. Um, <clears throat> like I say, we're looking back a few years, but that sense of achievement just about getting the league team to get all the way to the end, enjoy varsity, Luckily for us, our game was early, so we'd meant we could have showers, enjoy watching the rest of the sports for the rest of the day, and then have a few drinks and go on night out later on, which was brilliant. But like I say, like what I want to get out of this is like my self-development. Through our university till now, so I graduated in 2017, and obviously it's 2020 now, I have stopped actually playing rugby. Um the reason why is because I me my confidence issues came back and it was something I knew I had to work on. And it's one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast today is because when I left university, I'd left university with a great, one of the great, the grade I wanted. I'd had the experience I wanted out of it. I ran the rugby team and I had the confidence skyrocketing at the time. 
And for myself, I was very proud that I'd managed to go off and achieve all these things that I wanted to, which again, I'll go in a bit more depth about the university experience in a later podcast. I've got a plan for that. Um, However, leaving university and how that was how that changed me was the fact that I stopped doing a lot of things I enjoyed, which made me, I wouldn't say miserable or depressed. I'd say it did definitely have a negative effect on me though, because I stopped doing a lot of things I enjoyed, which led to me putting on weight and then not enjoying the things I normally would. I'd spend a lot more time playing on PlayStation, playing on FIFA, Rocket League, and all these other games instead of going out and doing something I generally enjoyed. And this is one of my self-developments that I wanted to do. Whilst at uni, I obviously, for the course I did, I played, um, uh, I did music technology and production, which I recorded a lot. Um, one of the things I did start, which I found one of my old podcasts I started a long time ago. So this was during my second or third year of uni. And listening back to myself, um, how my experience went, and what I did during uni was very, it was very strange to listen to it from the opinions of myself from three years ago. <clears throat> because I have changed such a lot in the last three years that listening to that was like listening to a complete stranger. And I couldn't believe it when I first listened to it. So the reason why I've come off to make this podcast today is because there's something about that person I was three years ago is that I want to have, like, want to be again, or I want to have back. And that's what my intention is. So I know this sounds probably quite strange to a lot of people, but to me, it's what I want to kind of get back. I want to be a little bit more like myself, where I used to be, but I don't want to be that person anymore. So I'm still trying to figure this out. And my plan is to go on to this self-development journey to change myself or not change myself and say but to develop myself a bit more than where I am now so where I want to be where I wanted to be in 2012 to where I was in 2017 when I recorded that podcast the original one was completely different so I went from this quite immature person that had this bit of realization and wanted to achieve something to going off to completing that and having this sense of massive achievement to then come off and three years later, I'm, I've am i not really gone off and done anything else that I'm, I'm proud of or achieved or gone from there. So I think one thing I am doing is by doing this, I'm making myself commit to something that I want to achieve again. And that's probably what my plans are going to be from now. Like I say, there isn't any... I will talk about different things as we go on, but there isn't any set goal at the moment to get out of these podcasts. It's just something I wanted to share and have my experiences from. But like I said, my five-year plan that I had in 2012 went fairly well. I got the grades I wanted at college. I did what I wanted to at university. Um, the only thing out of that five-year plan I did not complete is my driving test. And until recently, I've not taken it back on. So my plan for my next five-year plan, which I'm currently organising, is to take on something new, but driving will be one of the main ones on there to complete. 
And personally, I do want to complete that by the end of this year because I really could do with having that behind my belt because obviously very useful. Never really needed it until now, but yeah. I think that's going to be probably one of the main things on my next five-year plan to do. But I'm hoping what I can do in five years from now is I can listen back to this podcast and look back to where I was, where I'm going, and have that big sense of change of mindset and achievement again. And this is something that I... Yeah, it's something that I know I'm going to work on. And I know it's something that's going to take a lot of time and commitment, but I'm 100% going to go for this and try and complete it. But yeah, as for what I was going to go through, I know I've kind of gone off a little to- gone off topic a little bit during here. Uh, I know I've covered my five-year plan and a bit of background about myself. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I'm going to have to get a drink in a moment. Um, I know I'm going to have... Uh, I know I've gone through a lot of bit a lot of things about me in smaller details, but in future podcasts, I will go, be going into these in a lot more detail as we go on. But yeah, that's probably where I'm going to wrap it up now, to be honest. So I do hope that you enjoyed the first episode. Obviously, for the next ones that we'll be having later on, we'll have it a lot more topic-based, so there'll be a lot more things coming. Um, I think my next one, I'm going to start talking about my university experience and the full experience that I had at university so I'm going to go over it in a lot more detail a lot more things I'm going to speak about such as the uh, the university experience the course sports a lot more and the workload stress that came on we've taken on a lot of things and what was the course like over the last three years but yeah if you did like and you do want to hear what I'm going to say about the next episode I'm going to do please give me either a quick thumbs up or follow If there's anything you want me to include in the university experience, please let me know and I will try and um, go over it during my next episode. Um, You can get me on Instagram, which my name is Kevin Response. And yeah, or just drop a message on here. I don't mind. But yeah, if you have any questions or anything like that, please let me know. Drop me a message and I'll hopefully see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hi there and welcome back to my podcast. This is the second episode where I'm going to be talking a bit about my experiences at university. What you will find on this podcast is I'm going to be talking about a lot of my own personal experiences as well as other people's experiences that I witnessed and spoke to them about or witnessed whilst I was at university. And these will also cover a few facts about things that I did but may have done differently as well as other things people may have done which I probably would make you aware about just because this is something that I probably not frown upon but it wouldn't have done myself and just tips and little um, little bits of information that I would have wanted to go into when I applied and went through university. So my first part is always look at the university course. I find myself um, checking out five different universities. This was the University of Derby, Lincoln, Huddersfield, Teesside and Leeds. From looking at all five universities, I got accepted to four. Leeds were being the only one that did not accept me. While I was looking at throughout the courses, though, I did realise that Huddersfield in Teesside was not the kind of course that I wanted to go on to, which gave me quite an easy options to go for. So it gave me Derby or Lincoln. Derby was the original uni that I always wanted to go with. So when I was looking at universities, I decided to give Lincoln a quick look at because at the time I was following a YouTuber who qualified at the University of Lincoln, whose name was Tomska, if you don't know him from YouTube already. Um, 
this did have a bit of influence on like how I looked at Lincoln University. However, I did go in with a pure set mind of ranking my universities from not just the accommodation, the uni course and the city, but other aspects that came into it as well. But these were the three main things that I looked at. Whilst, rank whilst ranking both universities, I ranked uh, Lincoln higher as a city, Derby higher on the course and Lincoln higher on the accommodation. Looking back at how I ranked these universities, these obviously affected what kind of university I went to and what course I went on to. It wasn't until two weeks before going to university that I actually picked my, my actual university to go to, which in the end I did pick Derby University based on the course and course alone. Looking back now, I did make the right decision. I do believe that going to Derby University has allowed me to not just get this the grades that I wanted, but allowed me to get a lot more life skills. It allowed me to work on a lot of things from my confidence to my my well-being as well. Me as a person, being able to push myself a bit further than what I'd ever been before. Um, when, when looking for universities, though, I would highly recommend looking at the actual breakdown of the course that you'll be doing so look at different kind of lectures that you'll be doing look at other things that you'll be learning make sure these are things that you can go for and opt in for I didn't really do this when I went to university I kind of looked at the overall course and breakdown and found out what I'd be doing I did have a look at certain things that I'll be doing my last year however didn't consider anything for the first and second year which I would highly recommend just checking over absolutely everything if you didn't do it already I kind of went into it a bit blind and it, as it was a mistake to not do so I did come out quite well on the other end of it just because I I got a bit lucky I will not lie about that what I found in my first year is that none of my first year accounted to my final degree my second year accounted for 20% of my overall degree and my final year accounted for 80% Whilst looking at my, whilst going through my course, even I did really well in my first year. However, once I discovered that it didn't count to any part of my degree, my grades dropped. So I went from an average eighty percent down to an average fifty percent, just because as soon as I knew it wouldn't count to my degree, I kind of became a bit disheartened and it didn't work as hard. In my second year, because I knew this was twenty percent of my degree, I knew I had to work harder. So, funnily enough, these were areas that I was fairly well educated in so working in a studio uh, making di uh, doing digital work as well as doing w uh, music business these are things that I personally worked with quite well and I knew these areas and I did quite well in my second year not as well as I should have done but I did vote I averaged a second in my second year uh, going into my final year I knew this was going to be a lot of hard work obviously the breakdown of my final year, I researched a lot more because I knew my mistakes from the first year, well, first and second year, and I picked the things that would work most suited to me. So these were the things that I was going to be able to work off from and progress as fast as I could. Going into my final year, most people would do a dissertation. We had to do a portfolio in ours, which would include recording, mixing, mastering, and writing up on six different songs with more... Um, Six different songs that you recorded yourself with the instruments, a breakdown, written list of everything you did, um, evaluation of all the work you did, 
and so on and so forth. With this, I find myself pretty much jumping straight into completing this work. I found, bearing in mind, we started this course in September. By the time we got to December, I'd already finished recording five songs. And I mixed and mastered two of them at that time. However, a lot of people on my course hadn't even started recording yet, which was a big mistake because this, um, with our deadlines being in April, that gave them four months to record, mix and master and complete this work. So this is quite an obvious one, but I'd say don't underestimate your dissertation. Put a lot of work into it. I, I had a housemate in my final year who did incredibly well on his dissertation and he worked relentlessly on his um as for me luckily enough i didn't have to do a dissertation but my portfolio is just as hard when i look back now i must have put an a minimum of 80 to 90 hours work into my uh, my portfolio my dissertation and i still and that wasn't enough and i'll admit that i didn't put enough work into it and a lot of people will be wondering 80 to 90 hours was an incredible amount of work i then found out later that well, I found out at the beginning that I wanted to put 120 hours into my work to make it a better grade, get to the grade that I personally wanted, which was a first. And I didn't. I got a second in the end. However, I was happy that I passed that work because I worked. I felt like I worked relentlessly on that. Keep in mind that I spent 90 hours on this project. I was committing 20 hours plus a week to go to university. I was committing about 12 hours every week to go to work. And I will also commit um, another 80 to 90 hours each term per each other piece of coursework that I would be doing. So one thing I would highly recommend is look at your time management skills before going to university. This was one thing I didn't have and I got lucky because I would work hard. And if I got stuck on one thing, I went on to the next thing. I was always very well prepared, but my time management skills was appalling. So... I would at one stage I'd be getting up this towards my second half of my third year I would find myself getting up at six in the morning going to the gym going to my lecture uh, going straight from the gym to the lectures um, going from my lectures to having a two-hour gap where I'd work on some coursework then have another lecture straight afterwards then again have a bit of a break afterwards do a bit more coursework and then have a final lecture in the evening after finishing my final lecture in the evening I would go straight off to go and train with the rugby team and then at the, after the rugby uh, training I'd go myself, get myself back home, relax, have some food, and then get get myself back to bed. And I'd be doing that nonstop for about eight to twelve weeks. Again, that would have been. I found myself not having a lot of spare time at all. If I did have spare time, I was either with my my partner, my other half, um, who lived also went to Derby University. So quite fun. luckily for me, we wasn't too difficult for me to spend a lot of time. Um, I did, however spend a bit too much time um, socialising with the rugby team. When I look back now, in my final year, I became the president of the team, so I had to run a lot of things in the team as well, which I will look back on. I will look back and talk to you about shortly um, because I do have a bit that I want to speak to you about my experiences uh, joining sports teams and societies whilst at university. <laughs> with how much the workload I look at back now, I know I if I dropped out of uni, 
uh, sorry, if I dropped out of doing rugby or I just stopped working, I know I could have done a little bit better off on my grades. Looking looking back now, I do believe that I should have stopped playing rugby and stopped running the rugby team towards the end of my final year. However, I had a bit too much pride at the time. I didn't. And in the end, I came out with a second on my degree, and which was a brilliant grade for me because a lot of people thought I would fail, but it was absolutely spot on for me. And when I got to my graduation day, I'll never forget the look on my family's and friends' face when I just kind of held up my certificate and knew that all these sleepless nights, all this hard work and all all of this work was for self-development. So evaluate, I'm going to evaluate a little bit on the information I've mentioned before I start talking on to a few other things, which is such as uh, sports and societies and a couple of other things that I've got lined up as well. The My downsides that I found whilst at university was I didn't allow myself a lot of free time. So if something went wrong, I didn't allow any time to do so. So if it, this happened a few times where I'd mess up on some coursework. I would go to the lecturer, get him to look over it. At the time, lecturers couldn't turn around to you and say, you've done this wrong. They couldn't tell you what to do, but they can highlight parts for you to go over. And where I did this once in my first term of my third year. And pretty lecturer pretty much mentioned that I got it all wrong. And I need to go back and look, restart and which I did. However, I'd already put 15 hours of work into this piece of coursework. And to make up that 15 hours meant that I had to either lose sleep, stop playing rugby, stop working, or take time out from other, course, uh, other courses that I was doing. I couldn't take time out from other courses that I was doing because I had such a busy schedule due to um, sorting out my portfolio for my dissertation work. Um, I will call it both because I don't want to get confused for people that don't realise. I couldn't take time out of that because that was my main piece. That was my biggest grade that I needed to get done. So I knew I had to put work in for that. I had one other course that I was doing at the time, which I couldn't take the work out of that one because I needed to make up my grades as high as I could to get the grades that I wanted. I was in charge of running the rugby team. So it was my job to make sure all fixtures was completed, as well as finances was under control, as well as I had a team to put together, training was done, and we was prepared for every single game, as well as social media and social events, which is a lot of work. Again, like I said, I'm going to go into that. However, I couldn't take much time out of there. I did take a bit of time from working with the uni team. However, I couldn't take too much away from it because I was in charge of the club. And the last one was was sleep, which I lost so much sleep on so many days because um, I I scheduled myself to have a minimum of five hours sleep, but I could have anything from five to seven hours sleep every day to get uh, before I went on to the next day, allowing me only Sunday to have a bit of free time in the afternoon in case I wanted to go to bed a bit earlier or if I needed to catch up on a few hours. <coughs> Excuse me. Ooh, I lost my train of thought now. <laughs> um, where was I? So yeah, making up making up these 15 hours, I took out of my sleep, which then affected other things as well. So m- me trying to be a lot more, being a lot more time managed, I think would have been a bit better for me. 
because it would have allowed me a lot more free time in case I made a mistake like this. And I could have gone back, restarted and gone through it all again. However, the my mind thought was is that I put my um, portfolio first. So I completed my portfolio and all the work I had to do, which by the time I'd done all the work I needed to, I was in the middle of November. Bearing in mind, the deadline from this other piece of coursework is in the middle of December. So I had a month. I also allowed rugby fixtures to run up until the first week of December, so I know I had to work around that regardless. And my other piece of coursework, luckily enough, I did complete early. <coughs> so luckily enough, because I finished this other piece of coursework early, I'm, it allowed me enough time to catch up around working my, with my portfolio as well as working around work and working around the rugby team. So working on time management was definitely the big thing that I could have do it, done with doing before I went to university or I could have done whilst at university. Being able to say no would have probably been the other one. So if I was always the person that people came to for help uh, or if they came to if they had an issue or something, even if I didn't know what it was or I... I wasn't sure what this, this scenario was, I would always be willing to help. I used to work in a team of three with two other lads from Unicorse, luckily one of them being from my college course. However, I realised towards the end of my second year that I could no longer work with them and this led to uh, me damaging our, our friendship. And it wasn't meant to be on purpose, but they we once had plans to go and work together in a team, and bear in mind this is an individual project we had plans to go and work um work as a team all in all together on a particular piece of coursework but because i realized it was too much of a distraction and i didn't work well around the environment with them i decided to no longer do that which when i told them i didn't tell them this exactly word for word but when i did mention this to them i did lose um i do think it affected our friendships through that so i there was two things I did take away from this. One thing was, is that I put my course first be uh, before any friendships. And looking back now, should I have done that? Yes, I do believe I should have I made the right decision. But no, I shouldn't have allowed it to affect my friendship. However, I knew from doing this that it would, I had to evaluate if it was worth me cutting them off to allow myself to progress further and I do believe I should have done it and if I could go back and do the same thing again I would and this is just purely because I I knew this was a, a ne quite negative for me even though we did work quite well together and but our friendships didn't carry on after university so I do looking back now it was definitely the correct decision to make So let's go and have a look a little bit into sports and society. So when, as you already know, I joined the University of Derby Rugby League team and I became a player in my first year. Becoming a player or joining a team is great. I'd highly recommend it to absolutely anyone, no matter what your interests are. Obviously, mine was purely based on playing rugby. However, yours may be a little bit different. So yours could be what uh, joining a society related to anime manga. 
it could be relating to playing a different sport. So I've got friends that was part of the athletics team, um, rugby union or rugby league, football, tennis, badminton. It's always good to look at universities, um, clubs and teams before going to university. This is one thing I did not and I really wish I did now. Reason why I say this is because I didn't know that there was a competition. So you get put in leagues straight away. So at the University of Derby, we had five rugby teams, four of them being rugby union teams, one being a rugby league team. And I went and joined the rugby league team because it was the one I was more interested in. However, looking back now, if I'd known a little bit more information on how what teams I'll be playing against, what the fixtures would have been like, you wouldn't have if you joined that team, you would know exactly what your time scales would be like. This would have been a bit different depending on what clubs and teams you want to go and play for. If you play, if you go to a university such as Loughborough, obviously it's a well-known rug, uh, a well-known sports um, university. They're very highly, um, they're very high on their sports and they want to do very well against these fixtures. But I looked back now, it probably wouldn't have changed my mind on going to join the rugby team. However, it would it would have given me that bit more knowledge, especially for people that are known for being athletes and want to look into furthering their skills, look into the university's sports teams and look at how well they're doing, look at what they've done over the last couple of years and what changes are going on. It's always good to go and follow them teams as well. So I followed my team on Facebook and actually it was just Facebook at the time. Um, I went to follow my team on Facebook and find out a bit more information about before I joined them. Uh, for societies, it's a little bit different. I never personally joined a society. However, I did go along and interact with some. So being obviously in the rugby team, the teams that we tended to interact with the most was the rugby union, um, lacrosse and the cheerleaders. So I'll go a bit further in depth with that a bit later on. With societies though, the societies are for pretty much anything. So if you've got a hobby or an interest, whether that be in, uh, like I say, anime or manga from... Uh, being a DJ, a radio station, there's pretty much a society for it. And if there isn't, you can actually start one. The university will allow you to start one as long as you can provide them with enough information that it's not going to cause any down effects or bad effects to any people. And it is for like a good cause. I know while, while I was at university, there was a lot of new teams and a lot of new societies that came across. There was, whilst I was there, I believe there was a society for... Uh, the deaf and sign language that started, which we ended up having a quite a nice moment with them when they came and taught us a little bit of sign language so we could communicate. And it's little things like that. The, you may not think there's a need for it. However, always look into how you can start something if the, your hobbies and interests aren't there. So that's all I would really say on that subject. So I'm going to talk a little bit on other questions that um, I should have asked whilst I was at university and then evaluate again and see where I am, where, where are we going to get to at the end of this podcast. So what did recent students do after their course? So this was one thing I never asked whilst at university. I never even asked whilst I was getting to the end of my course. I... Never kind of even asked, even thought of asking the question because I was so focused on getting on the course and completing the course. It never really made me think about what I was going to do after the course. And 
depending on the course that you kind of want to go into. Obviously, if you're going to go off and do English or if you're going to go off and do maths, physics, um, sciences or history, media, sports or anything of the sort, you're going to want to know what you're going to be coming out at the end with. I know one th the most thing that I wish I would did more was I asked more about what people do at the end of the course to get themselves into work, working in a similar field even. Fortunately for the kind of work I wanted to go into, it's pretty much all freelance. If you don't know what freelance is, then that basically means that you are you work in self-employed, you promote yourself, and you trade your skills for for funds from a person. Um, yeah, and that was one thing like I kind of bothered me a little bit. But for somebody going onto a different kind of course, whether this be in nursing or something along them lines, it's always good. To try and ask them, what did recent students go off and do? Have they done anything relating to the course at the end of it? Have they, have they got themselves full-time work? Have they started a business doing that, that project? Or if they've gone off and done something new or anything at all, it's always worth knowing that little bit more information. It's one thing I should definitely ask while I was there, and it would have been one thing I'd go back and ask now. How much time will be in lessons per week? So I massively underestimated this. So I allowed myself, obviously, time to go and do my lessons. However, I didn't allow time to actually go and complete the coursework when I did mine. So like going back to saying my time management score was one thing that I needed to complete. Got better in my final year, but it wasn't always perfect. Going back and thinking about it, though, each course will give you a... Um, assessment sheet at the beginning where you will go it will give you all the course information and it will tell you absolutely everything you need to go through and it will even give you a rough guide of how much time you need to provide to complete that assessment <coughs> this can obviously be something that you can change um, if you're better with certain subjects it won't take that amount of time but if you're worse off in that kind of subject it will take you more time and they, I believe the same would have happened with other courses. It's something I never actually asked anybody else in other courses, but they normally will give you a time scale. So how many hours roughly you will need to put into completing this piece of work. But it is always worth knowing that beforehand, because then if you do want to plan your diary or want to plan your weeks, you know how much time you need to provide into that certain topic or subject to complete it. And how much is the breakdown of the cost? So the breakdown of the costs I'm going to go into talking about your student loans. So I got three installments of student loan three times a year. And this will be beginning of the year. So this will be around September. Second one would be in January. And third one will be around about April time. And the first installment, uh, first, second and third installment will all be roughly around two and a half thousand. If you got the full amount, which I fortunately did. However, if not, then you would get smaller amounts depending on the criteria that it's asked for. Being that as it is, I got the, like I say, I got the full amount. I was able to work this around the best I could, which meant I could work less. And one thing I did find is being in student accommodation for the first year, that went, as soon as I received all this funds, half of it would be gone straight away on... Um, yeah, half of it would be gone straight away for my halls of accommodation. So I'd go from two and a half thousand down to around about one thousand two hundred, 
And that 1,200 I made, had to make budget me from September all the way up to December. Which a lot of people ask me how I did it. I was very, very, very strict. So I allowed myself £30 a week to go and spend on things. However, there was obviously a little bit, if you do the massive, obviously, is a little bit left over. This allowed me the chance to pay for things that I needed for my course. So books, um, pens, diaries, um, anything I personally needed. And um, also socialising as well. Because obviously in your first year, you do your freshers weeks. And I did a lot of socialising during that time. Social uh, freshers week is, in my personal opinion, overrated. I didn't really enjoy mine that much. It was just the same kind of thing, week in, week out. You meet a lot of people, but you spend a lot of money. And I think that's kind of what it's based on. If I could go back and change it, I probably would have never have bothered going to freshers weeks. It's just not worth it, in my opinion. But breaking down the cost, though, being able to work on the side allowed me that extra bit more funding even though I'd only be getting a couple hundred a month but it allowed me to budget a lot better so when I broke up for Christmas I did have money left over to last me up until I got paid again from my student student um, loans up in early January so it's always good looking at how much you're going to get paid and being able to budget it out if you don't feel like you can budget it on the amount that's given maybe worth looking for work if you're not willing to look for work, it may be worth looking at doing something before you go to university and whilst you break up as well. So if you've got jobs back home, go and work for them in the summer. So when you come back in September, that allows you that bit more time for funding. And that roughly um, sums up everything that I needed to go through, all the questions that I had. <coughs> so I'm like I say, I'm going to evaluate a little bit from here so i'm going to speak a little bit about the pros and cons um, that really went through so my time at university was a big big pro was a big pros and cons list for me anyway so my my biggest struggles was is that i wasn't as quick as a lot of other people i struggled with my especially my english struggled a lot more than other people so when it came to reading and writing i would have to spend more time onto that which obviously takes time into other things However, when it came to the practical work, I was probably more hard working, a lot better than a lot of people on our course. And I made up the time in other places. I didn't have very well time management skills. So I look back now and think if I could have worked my weeks better or my days better, I could have saved a few hours here and there and effectively overall allow myself to have that better grade in the end obviously the small amounts here and there so I can't I can't think of a time in my third year where I could have provided more time unless I dropped something which like I said I did consider dropping the rugby team at one stage and that was just because I needed the extra bit of time in the end I didn't but I look back now and think if I had, that would have saved me a couple of hundred hours for the entire year. And that would have been invaluable whilst going through uni. So it may have, may have been something I would have changed. But I let, my, I let my own personal feelings get in the way when it came to the rugby team. Because I made so many friends through joining the sports team. 
And I had such a connection with the club as well as obviously running it. And my best friend at the time was also on the club with me. So I just wanted to crack on with that. But I will happily admit that it did affect me in my time management. And looking back, would it have been worth it? Personally, yes. The the experience that I had from playing rugby and all the benefits that I found from it are a lot better. However, also looking back now, it may not have been worth it. And it may seem a bit strange because I know a lot of friends and family of mine knew how much I enjoyed being with the club, but I don't I don't know now if it was actually fully worth it. And that's, I think, something I need to work on because I wouldn't be able to prioritise one thing over the other without look, either looking into it more or I would let my hobbies and interests sometimes take a little bit too much time over, obviously, my course. Which, like I say, is something that I believe I need to work on as well. However, the benefits from all this was is that through going through university, allowing me to get that confidence I needed to, it allowed me to inspire that creative aspect for myself as well. So being able to do something like this is what I'm doing now. I would never have done if I didn't go to university, I don't think. So obviously the ideas and stuff was put in there at university, which... I am frequently taken on now and I wouldn't say rewarding myself, but I'm like reminding myself that I can do these kind of things. And now that I'm a little bit older and I've left university, I realise now that I need to do some more creative things and this being one of them. And I'm hoping that I can carry this on for a while with different things that I do speak about. However, what the what all the things will be, I'm not sure yet. University was definitely one of the topics I did want to go over though, and I will be talking about more in the future. If there is anything in particular that you do want me to speak about though, mention it on, like I say, on my social medias. So it's the Kevin Taylor Show. Obviously, my name is Kevin Taylor. Um, you can also find me on Instagram under Kevin Response, as well as a lot of other platforms as well. You can find me under Kevin Response. And if this is just certain things you want to ask or if these are the certain things you want me to mention in the next podcast or if it's generally a big topic you want me to mention over and make a full podcast around, I really don't mind. Please let me know and I can see what I can do. And I again, for the first comment that I did get, I do want to say thank you as well. I got um, two followers now and I do thank you both. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening and I hope you'll see you for next week's. I haven't decided what next week's one's going to be yet, so I will let you know when the title comes up. Um, in the meantime, have have a good day and see you soon. Bye.